Yo, <clears throat> this your guy, the CEO, man, coming to you on this podcast, man. I ain't going to be too long. You know what I mean? Uh, shout out to all y'all who tuning in, going to be tuning in. Fewer view, few viewers, subscribers, listeners, <clears throat> all that good stuff, man. So let's get into it, man. I just wanted to uh, give a little intro. You know what I mean? This is going to be... um. One of the many ways to reach out to me and keep up with me, you know what I mean? Uh, me starting my own podcast, and I'm also on YouTube and Instagram at the CEO, um, parentheses, Code Era Official, all together. But yeah, man, let's just get into it, man. The first topic going to be basketball. Uh, my thoughts on the um, on the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns uh, playoff series, or yeah, series, and as well as the playoffs and Things like that, and my thoughts on the upcoming season, and all the free agent moves, and um, shit, whatever, um, and uh, what have you. Um, So first off, man, my thoughts on the Bucks and the Suns series, man, it was a it was a great series uh, overall. You know what I mean? If if somebody would have told me when the series first started that it would have been the Bucks and the Suns, it would have been like hell no. Because prior to the season, you know. Uh, my pick was the Brooklyn, um, the Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers, and I had the uh, the Nets winning in six. You know, so of course all the injuries happened, and one thing happened, and all these, you know. But you know, injuries is a major part of the game, so you really can't make excuses. All you can do is just um. All you can do is just uh, you know what I mean, just play who's in front of you. You know, you can't control the other team uh, who's injured from that other team and things of that nature. So, I know a lot of people try to discredit Milwaukee for winning. You know, we can all say if and if, but, and, woulda, coulda, shoulda, wouldas. But, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you can only play who's in front of you. And I credit Giannis. Um, I also credit the Bucks as well, but mainly Giannis. You know what I mean? He, uh. He showed that, you know what I mean, he he stayed packed. He didn't have to jump ship in the era where we're witnessing super teams and players teaming up. Um, and I'm going to probably do another episode about that. But as far as my thoughts on the series, uh, first two games, uh, the Suns went up 2-0, you know what I mean, in pretty convincing fashion as well. A lot of people uh, wrote the Bucks off, myself included. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I was like, well, if the Suns keep this up, you know, hey, but that but that game three like that was a do or die game. So how the Bucks came out, you know, you you can't really say it was a it was really a surprise that they won. But them winning four straight, and that and this series is also a knock on Chris Paul's legacy. I hate to say it because Chris Paul was one of my favorite players growing up, but. I mean, if you, I think that was the fourth series where he had at least a two-zero lead, and you know he blew it. He blew it, man. Like you didn't want it. Like he was just so complacent with being there. And I get it. You know what I mean? Like you, he's been in the lead. Well, when the season starts, seventeen years. Um, you know, you never made it out of the third round or the conference finals prior to that, or. Well, well, he was with Houston. He made it to the third round, but he got injured in that series as well. 
So, but prior to that, him um, being with Houston, he never made it out of the second round. Even when all those years he was with the Clippers and Lob City and, you know, he was up 3-1 and Houston came back up. I don't want to talk about that series. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, man. So, him losing that series, it's a knock on his legacy. In my opinion, you know what I mean? He can't be a top five point guard. You know what I mean? The reason I say that is because, yeah, he has all of the regular season accolades, but he doesn't have that one accolade. You know what I mean? Because my top five, me personally, I have Magic Johnson at one. I have Steph Curry at two. I have Isaiah Thomas at three. I'll take that back. I have Magic Johnson at one. I have Isaiah Thomas at two. I have Steph Curry at three. I have um, – let me see. I'm going to throw Oscar Robertson in there too. Oscar Robertson as well as uh, John Stockton. So I have Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, um, Steph Curry, Oscar Robertson, and John Stockton. You know what I mean? And, and honorable mention to guys like Jason Kidd, you know what I mean, Steve Nash, you know, guys like that. But that's just my top five, me personally. You know, I don't think anybody's ever going to top Magic, given his impact, what he accomplished, him coming in the league his rookie year and winning the finals and finals MVP, playing um, – Playing the the uh, point guard position, the forward position, and playing the center position when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went down, you know. So, really, you know, nobody can top Magic Johnson in my opinion. And second, um, Isaiah Thomas, because he, a lot of people sleep on Isaiah Thomas because of his history with Jordan and with things like that. But man, if you know Isaiah Thomas, you know that was a bad man. And the only other point guard, in my opinion, that was better than him was Magic. But no other point guard is better than Isaiah Thomas, given he was, what, six feet, six one at the most in an era of big men. Don't get me wrong, he had a dominant front court, but he was the leader of those pitching teams, you know. And, and uh, he had a hell of a backcourt teammate with uh, Joe Dumars, who's also from uh, Louisiana. Shout out to Joe Dumars. But, um, yeah, so – and – Last but not well, third on my list is uh Steph the Chef Curry, you know what I mean? Um that guy there, man, he changed the game. Like a lot of people don't give Steph his credit. Like how you see the game is played and you see guys pulling up from half court <laughs> as soon as they pass the half court line, like they're shooting the ball. And pretty much how the big man is pretty much obsolete in today's game. You can thank Steph Curry for that. A lot of people say that's a bad thing, but if you change the game, in my opinion, Steph Curry is um, on the top five impactful impactful players ever. I'm just talking about impact. You know what I mean? You have him, Shaq, Jordan, guys like that. You know what I mean? Tim Duncan, guys like that. You know what I mean? So, but, yeah, man, I think the series overall was good. Um, I think the NBA, you know, and um, – and I think also, too, like the injuries, like it was so many superstars injured. Like, damn near every superstar got hurt outside. And even Giannis got hurt. But luckily, he was able to come back and lead his team to victory. So, but yeah, man, I think that was a testament to them trying to make up for the loss of revenue from last year, you know, with the uh, pandemic and the shutdown and things like that. And the sports world um, was pretty much on a, on a pause. And that was a, well... Yeah, and they also tried to make up for the uh, for the loss of revenue, and also too, with the sports opening back up, and you know, like it's a business at the end of the day, you know, like sports is a business, you know, it's not just about the game, 
it's about the business on the monetary aspect of that as well too. So that's why like the Olympics are going on or were going on. So they so they scrambled what how many games did they play? Seventy two games in such a short amount of time. Then given two, you know, you have like these long playoff runs and you know the the playoffs, you know, the uh physicality is amplified. You know, like you don't have to worry about being in Golden State on Tuesday and Chicago on Wednesday or Thursday and then back in Cleveland on Friday. You know, you have to hone in on this said player or said team and their strategies, their concepts and things of that nature. So when you amplify the play versus you have more time to watch film and study and then depending on that type of team, if they're a physical team or a physical team defensively or offensively or just bring that level of physicality in general, you know, you're going to get more injuries. So I don't know when the season is going to start back, but this was the shortest turnaround in history for a well, while from last year to now, from when the Lakers won in the bubble to when the season started, I think on uh, December 22nd, I believe that's when the season started. Um, yeah, so it was the shortest or the fastest turnaround in history. So that's, that's not even a good, what, three months? It's like three months right there. So, yeah, man, we'll see how the season goes. And I'm going to uh, also be on here more, making more podcasts and whatnot, talking about sports, talking about different topics, uh, discussing business as well, too. But, you know, I just wanted to touch on that um, that Bucks and Suns matchup since, since I never really got a chance to talk about it. And, you know, um, a lot of time has passed since then. You know, I just wanted to kind of let it die down, see certain free agency moves and to see where certain teams are headed. You know, and um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I'm not like I really didn't want to spend too much time on this. So shout out to all of my listeners and my supporters and everyone who wanted me to start a podcast. I'm going to be uploading more of these soon. So peace out.